This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to another episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks attractions shows fireworks running all kinds of other stuff if it happens inside of a theme park it happens here on annual pass i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is the beautiful and lovely and talented jeff ramsey hi jeffrey Hi, Jack. How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. We are we're recording here. It's early February in Austin, Texas, and it's literally freezing outside. It's I'm, I'm having I'm having PTSD from last year's freezing episode, and I'm, I'm nervous about this one. But so far, I haven't lost the uh, haven't lost the, the power or water yet. So that's good, man. We uh, I'm sure to everyone who listens to this podcast who is not from the uh, southern United States, we sound like <laughs> the biggest wimps in Texas every time it gets 25 degrees for 24 hours and we yeah. get a third of an inch of ice and the entire state shuts down. I saw I, they, I was uh, I was watching the news yesterday and they were showing they were doing like stand up reports from around the country. And uh, it's way, way, way worse everywhere else. <laughs> that's that's true. But they're also prepared for it. You know, it's like, yeah, we yeah. could do 75 days over 100 degrees. And th- that's nothing like we will do that. No, no problem. But it's like you freeze us for two days and it's like, oh, everything's bad. So anyway, yeah. let's not get into it too much. Talking about the weather. That's like the most, you know, lame thing ever but uh well you know let's think about happier times nicer weather and going to theme parks jeff we're going to be talking about a fun fun show today today we're talking about phantasmic which is one of the coolest nighttime shows disney has to offer and uh, i'm excited to talk to you about it today well uh yeah i'm excited too because i can say with all honesty i had not heard of it until eight seconds ago <laughs> this is another thing that there's a very good chance you may have seen it and just not remembered it but uh before we get into it real quick a little bit of housekeeping uh hey it is uh today is uh, uh if you're watching if you're listening to this live it's february 10th uh when we're releasing this episode and on the 15th february 15th we have some new merchandise hitting the store including this new annual pass shirt uh, if you're watching on youtube.com slash annual pass you can see it but we've got we've got a new shirt. We've got we got two new shirts. As a matter of fact, one uh, we have it in kind of that beigeish color, and then also black, so you can pick either mm-hmm. one. We have our first black shirt, which Dave Cobb will be very excited for that. Uh, and also we have a pin starter kit. So we've got a, it's a new lanyard, and it's got four pins, including your face, my face, and then like the, the castle and little annual pass logo. So ideally, we're going to start making a lot of pins for annual pass because pin trading is a thing for theme park people. So uh, uh, check that out in the store. And just for the record, it's the the cute cartoon versions of our face, not the hideous real versions. That's uh, true. I feel bad, Jack. I just washed my new annual pass shirts so that I could wear them in this, and I completely forgot this morning. Uh, I got I was so distracted by the snow. Yeah, yeah. I, I washed I washed everything yesterday just in case mm. something went wrong with water. So I'm like, let me yeah. t- make sure everything's clean. But uh, all of that stuff hits the store on February 15th at store.roosterteeth.com. If you like the show and want to support the show, go grab some merchandise and don't forget, if you spot another annual pass holder in the wild wearing annual pass merchandise, you have to high five. That's just that's them's the rules. And so feel free to take a photo and send it our way. You can tweet it to us uh, annual underscore pass or on Instagram annual underscore pass as well. And also on Rooster Teeth. So uh, and also uh, I don't know all of the, the details, but there's now uh, premium RSS feeds 
for um, if you listen to podcasts on Rooster Teeth. So if you're a first member over on Rooster Teeth, you can mm-hmm. get the premium RSS feed, which means you don't have to listen to any ads or anything. And so uh, that's it's pretty cool. So I don't know the full details behind it, but I'm sure there's information on RoosterTeeth.com about it. Unless, Jeff, do you know anything about that? No, but I will say this, Jack. If you do run into another annual pass holder and you high five in the wild, which we recommend and encourage and would love for you to take a photo and send it uh, to us via social. Also, take a, just a beat to thank Dusty Baker, the inventor of the high five. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys did a whole episode on that. So, yeah, possibly he may have done it. Who knows? Um, yeah. What else is coming up? It's so uh, and also the end of this month, I'm going to be going back out to Orlando for another race. I'm doing a half marathon, the princess half marathon. So if you're in the you're, area, you're an addict. You're Dude, addicted to it now. It's fun, man. I ran 10 miles the other day nonstop. I, I was like, I wonder if I can do this. So I slowed my pace down and I just kept going and I ran a full 10 miles without stopping, which is wild to me to think that like, you know, a year ago, one mile was crushing and here I am running 10. I find the easiest way to run in, in, in the history of my life, uh, drawing from my personal experiences, the easiest way to run 10 miles without stopping is to do it with a 260-pound uh, drill sergeant screaming in your ear. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just, I just you know, was listening to some uh, Daft Punk, so it's basically the sim- same. Sim- similar to me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you're in the Orlando area on the uh, 27th of February, I'm going to be doing the half marathon. Uh, that being said, it starts at 5 a.m., and I'll probably be wrapped up around 8 a.m., so I don't know if you're going to be up that early, but hey, I'll be out there. So keep an eye out for me. And a lot of people, we had uh, the marathon episode come out a couple weeks ago, and I talked about doing a running club uh, in, uh, in our Discord also, which we'll have a link in the description below. You can join our Discord channel uh, that we have a running group in the Discord thing, and it's awesome. And it's like everyone's supporting each other, and everyone's like posting like what they what they did that day, like their workout techniques, and it's it's awesome. And I'm really, really excited to see all these people join together. A lot of people saying like, oh, this is the motivation I needed to get out and run or like get, get into better shape. And it's like, that's fantastic. And so if, if you want yeah. that kind of feedback, that sort of, you know, the, those, those, you know, hearty high fives and pats on the back, Check it out on our Discord channel as well. And uh, yeah, anyone's welcome to join and would love to have you over there. And so, Jeff, I still need to get you in. Are you are you on our Discord channel yet? I thought I sent you an invite. What's Discord? <laughs> so I'm in there all the time hanging out in our various things. We have a Main Street channel, which I hang out and talk about whatever. There's theme parks. There's there's uh, pictures as well, like people posting their photos in the parks. It's, it's awesome. So check it out as well. OK, but now, Jeff, let's yes, talk. Sir about phantasmic and so uh what when i say phantasmic what does that mean to you what do you what do you think of the first thing i think of when you say phantasmic is i think of uh phantasmagoria magazine right (laughs) (laughs) i think or the mask of the phantasm fangoria uh, fangoria (laughs) magazine yeah or or mask of the phantasm uh that horror movie with the guy with the, the the old the with the ball the, the like the people the the oh wait no I'm thinking of the, what's the one I don't know um no no you're wrong <laughs> it's, it's oh okay so it's neat, it's none of those things or it's, the thing that I had conflated by uh, slamming two words together that didn't belong Night of the Phantoms is that what you're thinking anyway uh so no Phantasmic is a nighttime show. It's at three different Disney parks, uh, currently running in two because the uh, third park is still closed. It is it's in Disneyland. <laughs> it's at. Uh, <laughs> What? Sorry, Mask of the Phantasm is a Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start out. What was the what was the movie where it has like the chrome globes with like the knives that stick out and flies Fan- around? Uh, Phantasm. That's the, oh. one, the movie I was thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, we are on the same page ish. Uh, no. So Phantasmic is a nighttime show. 
in uh, it, it's at Disneyland, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it's also at Disney Tokyo, or excuse me, Disney Seas in Tokyo. Um, three very different shows. The two mm. in the two in the states are are very close, but the one in Tokyo is is way different. Um, same, the same soundtrack, or roughly the same soundtrack, but the actual the stuff that happens in it is is way different. My cat is joining us now. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't have a lot of information about the Tokyo version, so until we hashtag get annual pass to Japan, um, I'm just going to be talking mostly about the ones in the States, because they're the ones most similar and the ones that I have a lot more information on. And so uh, my cat is now joining the podcast. Both of them are. So if you would like to, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash annual pass, the orange one is Cooper, and he'll be hanging out with me for the rest of the episode. Um, Originally opened in 1992 at Disneyland in order to have a nighttime show, because at that point, they only had the castle fireworks show. They wanted something a little bit more, you know, something cool and something different and special. Um, Basically, Epcot had been doing nighttime shows uh, for a long time. They had like three or four different shows over the course of, you know, the the years the park was open. And the last one they had up was Illuminations, which um, Illuminations was a uh, nighttime show there in the Big Lagoon fireworks, lasers, and had some really cool stuff that they were like, we should take something like this over to our California park. So one of the big things they had was they had uh, water droplets and they projected lasers on the water droplets to make like a projection screen type thing. And that was at the time was super, super cool. And so they're like, we should try something like that. Never really got anything off the ground. It was a long time. And then ultimately uh, back in 92 or 91, uh, a new patent came out for this technology, which basically made this water screen. Um, if you've gone to any sort of like SeaWorld or Disney or any any park where it does like projections on on a water screen, it happened in the, in the early 90s. And Disney saw that and they were like, we could do something more than just lasers. We could actually have like a projected movie on this water screen. Let's figure out how to incorporate this and make a show out of it. So hmm. in 1992 is when that happened. And uh, and yeah, and there, there was a few different false starts, a few different types of shows. Again, uh, Disney tried to do over at Disneyland until they finally uh, used that technology to make Fantasmic. Uh, it's on the Rivers of America, which is if you walk into the park, it's over on the left side of the park. It's where uh, Tom Sawyer Island is. They have that, you know. Haunted Mansion's over there. Uh, uh, big Thunder Mountain Railroad's kind of over in that area. Splash Mountain's in that area. But, you know, there's like the big riverboat that goes around. You can get on the riverboat and go floating around the thing. Oh, do people really get on that riverboat? What do you yeah. do on it? You, you just float you, around? Yeah, you, you, just, you stand on it and it goes around in a big loop. And then, you know, it comes How back. often do you always go on the riverboat when you go to Disney? I haven't been on the riverboat in a long, long time, actually. And so, is there like uh, a restaurant on it or anything? No, no, it's just it's just a big slow moving boat. They actually they have some scenes uh, kind of around the back of it, so like stuff you can't see unless you're on the riverboat. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a nice little chill thing. So if, if you're interested in just having a nice relaxing like twenty minutes or so, you can go jump on the riverboat and hang out. So oh. it's, it's lovely, you know, nice little nice little. If you're maybe you just had lunch and you're letting it settle, you can go over there and check it out. So, uh, yeah, but that's the the Rivers of America is the big loop. And so um, they used uh, the Rivers of America as kind of like the staging area. And then Tom Sawyer Island was where the stage was. And so they actually created a new like they they basically drained the Rivers of America. Um, They refurbished the boats and stuff because there's the sailing ship Columbia and the the Mark Twain Riverboat. And they kind of refurbished those, cleaned them up, and then took that time to build a stage on Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, and they dressed it that during the day, it just looks like, I think, a sawmill or a sugar mill. I forget what they called it. Um, but then at night, they 
use it and basically there's like hidden stuff and that's where they make all the characters pop up and they have all the special stuff hidden in the uh in the you know tom sawyer island um then in 1998, they were like, hey, we should do this in Orlando because it was radically successful. This show is radically su- successful. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll describe it a little bit. But uh, ne- needless to say, Disney was like, this is awesome. People are loving it. The idea was every five years or so, they would completely rework it and, and like change up the scenes and add different stuff. But after five years, the crowds weren't decreasing at all. And they're like, well, we'll just keep it. Just just let it keep going. And so they, they've changed it a couple times, but I mean, it's been going on for almost what, almost 30 years at this point. And so, uh, and they haven't really altered it except maybe twice. <laughs> so that's pretty successful, I would say. So which of the three has the ball with the knives in it? That would be the one at Universal as the, oh, okay. the ball with the knife. But, no, um, yeah. And so uh, anyway, they, they were like, "Hey, let's let's open one up in Florida as well." And so over at uh, you know Epcot had Illumination still. Uh, Magic Kingdom was doing pretty well, and they were like, "Hey, we've got this Hollywood Studios. Let's do something over there." And you know, kind of makes sense because it's a big production, big show. So they built an outdoor amphitheater with a big mountain and a, like a, a moat of water and seating for about ten thousand. Um, and it's a massive, massive stage. And, uh, yeah. And up until recently, it actually been shut down. So during COVID they, they drained the pond and it's been mm. sitting around. And so it's coming back very soon. That's why I want to do today's episode because uh, Fantasmic is returning soon. And everyone's curious if they've made any changes or upgrades or anything, because they had all that time to work on it without having to deal with shows. So we'll Seems see like a wasted opportunity if they didn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor has it. They, they've replaced a couple scenes. There's a Pocahontas scene that is very, very long. Um, it was because when the when they released the or when the movie came out, it was around the time they were opening up the attraction. And mm. so they were like, hey, Pocahontas is going to be big. And it wasn't as big as they wanted. But they've got like this three minute scene of Pocahontas with actors and everything. So they're like, hmm. And uh, anyway, well, we'll see if that if that hangs around this time or at least in the full extent that it is. So, uh, yeah. So the sailing ships on the rivers of America over in Disneyland uh, the Columbia, which is the uh, it's the, like the it's a big kind of uh, schooner, right? not schooner. Well, it's, it's it's a pirate ship looking ship. You know, it's a really cool looking okay. ship during the show. They redress it to make it look like it came from Pirates of the Caribbean. So there's a whole like Pirates of the oh. Caribbean scene where there's like pirates doing like stunts, like on ropes and things swinging around and fighting and everything. So that's kind of cool to reuse. And then at the end as well, like the big finale, they have all of the Disney characters dancing around and waving and stuff. And they're on the Mark Twain. And the one in Florida, since they didn't have those boats because it's, you know, that's not where people will use it. It's like they needed to build something. They actually yeah. built the Steamboat Willie boat. So, uh, you know, Steamboat Willie, the very first Mickey cartoon, mm-hmm. they they recreated that boat. And it's just loaded, loaded, loaded with different, different Disney characters all waving and dancing around and stuff as it passes by you. And there is uh, one special thing I- I'm going to save for the end of this episode, Jeff, that uh, I want <laughs> you to see that is hilarious in my opinion okay <laughs> you'll understand uh if if I'll, I'll just say uh the title of the video i have to show you is called the bagging of the fish and so uh we'll, we'll get to that okay. we'll get to that towards the end of the episode if, if you know phantasmic hopefully you know what i'm talking about otherwise you're gonna find out in just a little bit also included with the uh, you know not only do they have the big ships they also have these floating barges which are basically floating stages um i want to say there's three at both shows and uh throughout the show there's like in the one in florida there is a uh, like a um lion king scene so these barges combine there's like monkeys dancing around on them and like i think there's a jungle book one in disneyland they have like king louie on there like moving around and stuff and then 
those uh, barges are redressed throughout the show to have different things. So they have princesses at some point. So like the prince and the, uh, the princess and the prince are like dancing and like the music's playing is really pretty and, and sweet. And so added in a little bit more stuff in the water, kind of make it fun and exciting. Uh, the the one in, in California actually had Flotsam and Jetsam, which are the two lizards from uh, uh, Little Mermaid. So yeah, they yeah. had them like they would cross like at one point Ursula would come out like during a scary scene. Ursula would come out and then Flotsam and Jetsam would like pass by each other. And they were like these giant snakes on the water. Um, but apparently they had a lot of issues with it because uh, it's basically a jet ski with this giant like tail, <laughs> and, like a, a big head and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's dark. It's hard to see. And they're very cumbersome. So uh, they had some issues where the jet skis were hitting each other or smashing into things. <laughs> and so uh, they tried reworking it a few times, but Ooh. eventually um, they uh, they got rid of them. <laughs> so uh, in uh, in so since they had the, the giant stage in Orlando, they actually have a giant snake. It's, I think it's Ka from uh, or it's not maybe not, maybe not Ka. I think it's it's from Aladdin. It's when Jafar becomes the big snake. So they have that like the Jafar snake pop out. And uh, he like walks around, but it's on the stage. So it's like people holding costumes as opposed to a jet ski. So it's a little bit more safe. But it's not a, um, not a real snake is what you're saying. No, not a real snake. Okay. Yeah, you, well, uh, well, I'll show you the video in a little bit. You can watch it. Don't worry. It's like glow in the dark orange. You'll be fine. And it's very, very okay. far away. So you'll be okay. You, you have to trigger warning me for snakes. You know that. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, let's see here. The uh, sort of the ending of the show includes a giant Maleficent dragon. So at mm. one point, it's basically the whole show is Mickey and having like dreams and stuff. Uh, and uh, initially, the actual show's name was called Imagination. And uh, the, because it was, it was Mickey's imagination, it was like, oh, well, this is Mickey's imagination and everything. You know, it's like all happy, but then it goes bad and it gets happy again. And then Disney, right, like they used the term imagination. It was the name of the show for the longest time. And then Disney realized very quickly, not very quickly, but towards the end of it that, hey, we can't trademark imagination. <laughs> we can't we can't buy that term. <laughs> Like, what are we, Sony? We can't yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they changed it to Fantasmic pretty late in the game, actually. So, um, yeah, because Fantasmic, that, no one had used that one before. So, uh, anyway, so Imagination was the original one, which is kind of fun. Mm. Let's see here. Um, what else do I have on my thing? Another version of Fantasmic opened at Disney Seas in Tokyo on April 28th, 2011. So, um, you know, 20 years after the original opened up, and uh, it's it's very, very different. So I've watched a video of it. But that's one I want to see in person because it looks beautiful. Um, instead of having like, you know, a stage or like the mountain they have it at, at, in Orlando, they actually have a giant's like it's it looks like the Mickey Sorcerer hat. And like it's it's in the middle of this this water lagoon. And then Mickey's on the top of this hat. But the whole hat is like a screen. And so like different stuff happens and like you'll have it on there. And it's like Mickey at the top and then Mickey will disappear. And like Stitch takes over at one point. I don't know why Stitch is all over Tokyo. Like, I mean, they love Stitch out there. So like Stitch takes over at one point um, and then they, they have all the floating barges and there's fire. It's really, really cool. But uh, yeah, and this, the, the only thing similar is kind of the plot of it is like it starts with Mickey and then it gets, you know, it's happy. Then it's, it's scary. Then it's happy. And the music is very similar. But for the most is part, the- it's, it's radically different. Is the Mickey and the Stitch, are they uh, costumed people or are they projected as well? Oh, no, there's, it's actually the real Mickey and the real Stitch. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> they, they Oh, they're not even actors. It's, yeah, yeah, I got you. Wow, <laughs> no, it, it, that's they a are, big they get. Are, they are uh, costume characters, and so uh, you do see Mickey, and uh, Mickey runs around. He has quite a few costume changes throughout the show. Mm. You know, he starts off in his normal, like, you know, his, his tuxedo. Eventually, he shows up in his, uh, is it Popper Mickey, the one where... Um, 
it's like Jack and the Beanstalk kind of looking Mickey at one point where he fights with like a sword. Then he's got Sorcerer Mickey, which is my favorite oh, Mickey. Oh, Popper Mickey. I thought you were saying like Popper Mickey, like he would show up with a, with a harmonica <laughs> around his neck and try to carry a gun onto a plane. Totally different. Got it. Like the, the Goofy brings you back. <laughs> there we go. Uh, ben just posted a photo of Popper Mickey in the uh, in the, in our Discord. We'll, we'll post that on the on the video. Yeah, not John Popper Mickey. To- totally no. understand now. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. So um, we'll we'll get into fun facts later. I actually I worked this show when it was when I was in Orlando. So when I did the Walt Disney World College program my second time. Um, they were, they were a little bit behind on training for the, the backlot tour. So they're like, throw them over at Fantasmic because literally it's just you maintaining a queue and like helping the Mm -hmm. queue and then helping, you know, people find their seats and making sure no one's, you know, standing in the aisles or anything. So they kind of just throw the college kids there until they get them into the proper spots because, you know, anyone can kind of do that. So I did work there for a bit and I've got a fun story about that. We'll get to in the fun facts portion of the show. But that being said. Uh, we're going to talk about the Orlando version. So, Jeff, I'm going to walk you through the Orlando version of the show as okay. opposed to the California version, just because I know the Orlando one pretty much back to front. Um, I've seen it probably 100 times now and wow. uh, maybe not 100, but close, close to 50. Close to 50 is nowhere near 100. No, it's about halfway. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. We're going to try some new technology where again, we're recording from home because Austin is frozen over right now. So I'm going to see if I can if I can get you to watch this thing along with me. Jeff, Jeff you ready? I'm, I'm super ready. I'm all excited right, about this go. technology. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Jeff. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. It, it's, it's, it's a beautiful day here at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but it's nighttime, Jeff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, well, because we were here all day. We were here all day. We went. We rode, rode Rise of the Resistance. We rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But Jeff, now it's, it's time. It's dark. Let's go to sunset and go watch Fantasmic. I can't wait. I've heard this is the scariest horror movie. <laughs> it is. No, no, different, different one, different one. It's uh, it's it's so it's not. It's 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 scary a little bit in parts, but it's not that bad. Jeff, let's go. Okay, we're gonna go to the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. You ready? Yes. All right, well, we're going to walk up the queue. Hey, Jeff, fun fact, this 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 walk up of the queue, I ran down it during the marathon. I came down here. Oh, during, yeah. what mile was this? Uh, the, close to the end. It was like 2023, 20, I think. It was pr- pretty rough. I was pretty tired by that point, but that's okay. All right, Jeff, so here we go. Okay, we're going to find our seat. Let's get let's get a seat, a, gr- a good seat, okay? All right, okay. so oh, look at the big mountain. Do you see the big mountain in front of you, Jeff? Uh, yes, I can barely make it out. It's okay, silhouetted. Well, it's silhouetted right now because we're not we're, we're getting our seats. Everyone's getting ready. Oh, Jeff, we're we're waiting for the queue. Look, we're doing the wave. Jeff, do the wave. Wave. Oh, that's that was a horrible wave. There. Okay, okay, okay. Now the lights are dimming. There's okay. Now it's 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 time for for Fantasmic. Are you ready, Jeff? Um, I think so. Yeah. All right, Jeff. So like, okay, like, oh, look, there's like, oh. a bunch of lights and fire. It's Mickey, Jeff. Mickey's popped up. Uh. Hey, Look at him up, buddy? He's got a sparkly outfit on, Jeff. It's so cool. It's a, He's in his Liberace costume. I love it. <laughs> and it, there's the music. And look at the, look at the water. He's conducting the very water itself. That's impressive. He is. He's, he's magic, Jeffrey. We're in we're in Mickey's dream, Jeff. Look at him make all the water go crazy. It's, That's it's, insane. It, look, it's colorful water. It's really neat. Oh, Jeff. Okay, now look at this. Mickey's just dancing around. It's so cute. Now he's shooting off fireworks. Oh, no. oh look, Jeff, the screens have popped up now. He's a waterbender. 
He is. Okay, now we have some of our pr first projection stuff. Look at Mickey. He's like, oh, that's it's very Mickey when it's cool. Yeah, he's doing like the. He was so much younger back then. He was. He was much. This must have been about seventy years ago, I guess. Fantas yeah, he. Fantasia Disney or Mickey. He was uh, very much younger. All right, now like, oh look, he's making the water like come up. He's like raising it out of the ground, Jeff, or out of, hey. out of the other thing. Oh like. Oh, this is all, oh, it's so pretty. Look at all the flowers he's making now. It's it's so lovely and it's all peaceful. Oh, look, Jeff, there's a real big flower there on the mountain. Do you see it? Oh, I'm glad it's turning into a flower. It looked like a tumor for a second. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's, oh, look at moving around. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Oh, Jeff, look at, oh, it's Lion King, Jeff. Oh. Yeah. Look at, look at, you see all the different oh. animals in the Lion King. Look at the monkeys dancing on the barge. That is so cool. Look at I that elephant. This. Look at the elephant back there and all the all the different but look at the ostriches running around. Look, there's Rafiki! <laughs> Yay, Rafiki! He's passing by us. Wee! That's so neat. Alright, oh look, it's like, oh look, there's, there's a bunch of bubbles down in the projection they're talking about. It's all the different things. Everyone's happy and dancing around. Nothing. Don't pop bad the can bubbles, happen. they'll fall to their death. <laughs> and all the music's playing. Oh, it's Jiminy Cricket. Oh, Jeff. there's Jiminy Cricket. I, uh -oh, I love oh, that Jeff. Dude. Uh oh, bad things are happening. Oh, Jimmy, uh, he's getting, Jim, Jiminy's getting stuck. He's underwater, Jeff. What are we going to do? Uh, Mickey can bend the water back. That, that's true. Okay. Oh, it's, it's scary though. Oh, no. Jeff, look, it's the big, it's the big whale from Jiminy, or uh, from uh, Peter Pan. Uh, what's it? Uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Splash. There you go. Uh, there's so many, but the splash in the water is like spraying towards the audience, Jeff. That's so cool. Sploosh. Sploosh. And now, okay, like here comes the water and everything. Oh, it's so scary. Oh, wow. There's a cannon, Jeff. So that's it. They Jiminy Cricket's dead. <laughs> no. Look, it's 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 now uh, Jack, the I never I never saw him escape. What happened? I don't know. We, we're not sure, but now it's the Pocahontas scene, Jeff. Okay. Like they've made it to the they've made it to the the island or whatever, and it's it it's, looks like a Brexit protest, Jack. <laughs> I think that's what the plot of Pocahontas is, right? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, got it. All right, and so now now the, we, the Native Americans are there, and now like the Pocahontas guys are are mining, and and John Smith's there, and like it's like wait, you can you can see like John John Smith is fighting, and they're fighting each other, Jeff, and it's be, because they don't want him there. There's like a big yeah, battle. Yeah. Oh, I but see. Then, yes. But then the, then John Smith's love for Pocahontas. Is going to make it all better, <laughs> I think. And John Smith was the big, the big old, uh, heavy purple man. Uh, no, no, he's the guy in the <laughs> in the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they 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 sing with all the colors oh. of the wind, Jeff. Do you know? No, you he's know, a uh, wind. So she's a wind bender. She's an air bender. She is. Yes, this is all this is all like Avatar, basically. And so that now they live happily ever after, and nothing bad happens. That's that's I'm pretty sure the plot of Pocahontas, right? Don't look any further into that story. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Oh look, Jeff. Now we've got the, all the different princesses, and the barges of princesses are coming by. There's oh, Beauty and the there's Beast. There's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's so pretty. And oh, look, there's there's Ariel and Eric. Oh, she's and above she, water. She, she's she, down she, legs now. No, I mean no. And then there's there's Snow White and what was Snow White's uh, prince, Jeff? E Edgar Wright. Edgar White. <laughs> Edgar White. Uh oh, Jeff. Oh, uh -oh. Look, it's, Maleficent. It's Maleficent. It's it's scary. It's the it's Maleficent. She is not happy, Jeff. She's she is like, angry. Oh. Yeah. She no. Look, she's though. It's actually the the witch from Snow White. It's not Maleficent. Oh, okay. It, she weird. was like the apple. Now oh, I think Mickey's having he's having a rough time, man. Because now now it's all bad and scary. Look. Oh, oh. So it's it's we don't know where Cruella all, all the villains are coming out. All the villains are coming out, Jeff. They're they're gonna look. Oh no, Jeff. So a warning, trigger warning, snake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see it's, it. Jafar became a snake. Look at him. Look how big that snake is, Jeff. <sighs> 
It's a very what, big but, snake, Jack. But Mickey's Mickey's there, Jeff. Mickey will fight him. It's okay. He's a snake bender, hopefully. Oh, look, there's Aladdin's lamp. Yeah, Mickey's got Aladdin's lamp. Wish, he'll, he'll... wish away the snake. One yeah, wish. Uh-oh. Oh, no, everything's bad, Ursula. Jeff. It's, it's it's the night at Bald Mountain. It's a Dementor. <laughs> oh, no, there, there's Maleficent. She's getting really tall, Jeff. She's getting super tall. Uh -oh. So is it really her this time? That's really her this time because, look, Jeff, it's like, oh, no, look at the giant dragon. That is oh, a giant dragon. Fire. It's so scary, Jeff. Look, there's Mickey. There's Popper Mickey. He's, he's, he's gonna he's got his harmonica and he's gonna fight he's the like, dragon. Hey dragon, why you give me the runaround? <laughs> oh look at the, the lake's on fire, Jeff, but Mickey's he's gonna go very he's cool. gonna go fight the dragon. Look, he's got his thing and he's making the water appear and he's fighting! Yay! Through and the Mickey's power of blues, win. I will dispel you. Yeah, look, he's raising up all the water and making the dragon go away. Yay, Mickey, and he's got a fire sword! Oh, that's pretty cool. That is he's pretty like, cool, uh, Jeff. The Barrick Dondarian, right? Exactly, exactly. And now, okay, Jeff, everything's happy. And look, here it comes. It comes. It's Steamboat Willie. Yay! Look at all the characters. Oh, that is so cool, though. That, yeah, that's look, the Steamboat you're talking about. That's yeah, it's a Steamboat. And look, it's, it's black and white Mickey to like match the old Steamboat Willie yeah, thing, which yeah, is yeah. pretty cool. Look at all oh, look how many characters. There's Goofy. There's, there's Stitch. Belle, Stitch at the front there. Everyone loves Stitch. Stitch and then is all that matters. Going by. Yay! Wee! Everyone's waving around to the music. Look, oh, look, there's Ariel and Eric on the back, too. Oh, yeah. Look, she can't walk, but she's sitting there, Jeff. And look, they're next to Jasmine and everything. And yay, look at him go by. Wee! Okay, now, Jeff, oh. it's time for the big finale. And look at Sorcerer Mickey on the top of the thing. Look at him go. Oh, he's been <laughs> in water fire. and air and fire. He's, big been, fire. he's doing all the elements. He is, he is. Jeff, this is really cool because he's like he's commanding the, the fire to go by. And now, Jeff, my one of my favorite things Jeez. is right here. It's it's gonna come up. They blow up Mickey. You ready for this, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> it's like all. This is like the big finale. It's like. Oh, and what? Now watch Mickey at the top, Jeff. Oh, they blow him up, oh. and then he appears at the oh. bottom. Whoa! Oh, that did not look safe. <laughs> and he goes, some imagination, huh? And they blow him up again. <laughs> and then it's like a big whoop, boom, and then a huge a huge cannonball, boom! Look at that. And we are Jack. done! Jack, we I feel like I'm watching a game of worms right now. <laughs> and we've done it, Jeff. We have watched all of Fantasmic. We burned through about a 30-minute show in roughly five minutes, I think. It so, flew by. Uh, it flew by. It's, it's actually a really, really awesome show. I'm, I can't wait to go to Florida with you and go to Disney, and you can watch it along with me. Whenever yeah, hopefully, that's, hopefully uh, it opens up again soon. <laughs> The scale of that thing is insane. I I can't believe I had no idea that that even existed. Yeah, and I, 30, 30 minutes you said right? Yeah, it's it's about twenty five. But uh, okay. but it's one of those things that they have it in in uh, California. It's not as elaborate. I mean, the, the stuff they have in Florida, obviously, they specifically built it for the the show. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit different. But uh, the one in the one in Florida is amazing, and it's a lot of fun to watch. And it's. It's a cool show. It's a, it's a neat mix of fireworks and characters and projection and cool technology. And I am curious to see what they're going to do when they bring it back. Like if they've, if they've altered it at all, if they changed up anything or what. But where are the bags of fish? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Don't worry. The bag of fish is coming. Uh, okay. So uh, so I've got some fun facts for you. Uh, you might appreciate this one. So uh, the original press opening for the Disneyland version of Fantasmic, Jeff, uh, like they had gotten everything polished. They were ready to show it to the press to start doing videos of it or start writing reports about it and stuff and, and start pitching it to, the, you know, everyone. 
The original date for the press opening was April 29th, 1992. Does that date sound familiar in any way for you? April 29th, 1992. There is a sublime song that mentions that song or that date specifically. Is that when he took his trip to Garden Grove? No, no. Uh, it smelled smelled like the. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, April April twenty ninth, nineteen ninety two. That was the date of the end of the Rodney King trial, and the police officers <laughs> that were in the trial were all acquitted, uh, which started off a series of riots in Los Angeles. So that was the day of the original press reveal of Fantasmic, which very quickly got uh, po- postponed. Buried, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the fun thing, not fun thing, but the uh, the bad thing that happened was the initial term, uh, the initial tagline for Fantasmic was be there when the night ignites. <laughs> so be there when the night ignites. Uh, <laughs> they, so they very quickly got oh. rid of that that line that that. So tag. they might have they might have been insiders without even realizing it. <laughs> So uh, that's unfortunate, um, but yeah. So ultimately, got pushed back, and that the uh, that term got pulled from all of the press material for uh, Fantasmic. Um, the original dragon at Disneyland was basically they wanted this big, elaborate animatronic dragon that was too much, and so initially it was pretty much just a dragon head on top of a cherry picker. So it was like this big <laughs> arm that went up. They dressed it a little bit, but it was yeah, essentially yeah. a cherry picker with just a dragon head that would open his closed his mouth and stuff. Um, and in 2009, when they had a big refurbishment, they finally brought in a, an actual animatronic dragon. And so this giant, like 35 foot tall animatronic dragon. Um, but of course, like all new technology, the dragon kept breaking down. So the the fans out in California nicknamed the dragon Murphy. Because uh, because of Murphy's law, <laughs> so so oh, if you wow. ever hear if you ever hear the dragon referred to as Murphy, that's the reason why the uh, the one in Disneyland, the the version in Disneyland again has made um, quite a few changes over the years. They've added stuff, removed stuff. Um, there was a big Pinocchio thing that like had these giant strings, and like they got rid of that because it was too weird. But they they reference it now in the newer version. It's basically had about three or four major revisions over the course of the thirty years they've had it in in California. The one in Florida. It had been about 20 years and there was really nothing significant had changed. Like they added mm. a couple different things in the video, um, like some of the like the water bubbles, like they, they added Moana and like they, they tweaked just minor tweaks of stuff, but haven't really altered it at all at all. And so that's why a bunch of people are curious if they have done anything with the, this, this extended downtime. So, yeah, yeah, but it's pretty much stayed the same uh, from what I understand. Also, the Tokyo one pretty much hasn't changed since it's open, but it's only been open for about 10 years now. So, um and uh, yeah, so here we go, Jeff. So the Steamboat Willie, you know, at the, at the very end of uh, at the end of the show, the finale in, in, in California, it's the Mark Twain Riverboat where they have all the characters waving and everything. But they built the Steamboat Willie specifically for the Orlando show. And uh, yeah, so they have all these different characters. And then as as the the boat kind of rounds the corner, it's the finale of the show. So that's when a bunch of fireworks start going off and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. What you can't see on the boat, there's actually a safe room that all of the characters go into, like all of the different you know costume characters they go into to basically protect themselves from any sort of debris or fire or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Can you think of a problem with that though, Jeff? Farts? <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's one character that doesn't have legs. So, oh, the uh, mermaid. Yeah. So, Jeff, if if you would go ahead and uh, reopen that that video window I have for you. So, uh, what happens is, since they don't, uh, since Ariel doesn't have legs, she's sitting on the back of the boat, 
during the scene where, you know, once they round the corner, all the all the costume characters hide her. Her lovely prince, Prince Eric, gets a fireproof blanket and just throws it over her and they leave her out there. Do you actually see this? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. So literally, it's Ariel on the back of the boat, just wrapped in a fireproof blanket with her little, her little fins sticking out the bottom as they round the corner because she can't move. So, <laughs> so I've got to. We're watching. And, a and everybody's video. like, everybody's like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they just kind of leave her out there. Uh, but yeah, the, the, so the, the ter- this video I've got, if you want to watch on YouTube, is called The Bagging of the Fish. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, ba- bagging of fish is in Spanish. Bolsa de pescado. Bag of fish. <laughs> I have a friend who has that tattooed on his arm. Nice, nice. Yeah, so, it's a weird, uh, weird story. Weird coincidence that Ariel is herself a bag of fish. That's true. Well, she's a fish in a bag, I guess, at that point. Yeah, so, fish uh, in a bag. Anyway, so that's that's one of the funnier things to look out for if you're over if you're on the left side of the. I, uh, we've uh, it's, gotta it's gotta it's talk awesome. to an Ariel who has, I would love to uh, who works or has worked that role. I have <laughs> one. I have like four or five, but really fascinating <laughs> questions to ask that person. Well, if you know anyone who's friends with Ariel and would uh, like to talk to us, feel free to let us know. Annual pass at Rooster Fish Bag Ariel. We need can- <laughs> we need Ariel Day uh, Bolsa de Ariel Pescada. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so that's it. And I've got one fun story. So when I worked at at Fantasmic in Orlando, uh, so before I again, before I worked the Backlot Tour, uh, I was working my aisle. Uh, one cool thing, too, is all the aisles are named after characters. So there's like Scar, Jafar, you know, Aladdin, yeah, Mickey. Yeah. And so I was working the Scar aisle. I remember specifically that day. And uh, or maybe it was Simba. Maybe it was Simba aisle. And so uh, I knew it was something from Lion King. And um this this show fills up. It's ten thousand people, and it fills up every night because everyone wants to see this thing. It's the it's the final thing people get to see before the park shuts down, and so you know about thirty minutes before the show starts, the seats are all full. And uh, okay. but with that, they still have standing room in the back, and so I'm sitting there. You know, my my row is full, and um, at that point, you're pretty much just like telling people like, sorry, seats. You know, no one can, no new people can come in. If people leave to go get hot dogs or whatever, they can come back. But I'm sitting there at the top of the aisle, just like, you know, you know, being, you know, being friendly and just like talking to random people and whatnot. And uh, they start loading the back of house for standing room. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, starting putting people back there, standing up, standing up, standing up. Can and I ask I'm you a s- question real Go fast? Ahead. Do you have a hot dog at this point? Uh, I do not. You cannot eat on stage while you're in, uh, a, 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 a cast member. So, OK, got it. But yeah, if, if I was there as a, as a guest, absolutely. I would. How are that. the hot dogs there? Pretty good, pretty good. Not, okay. not not bad at all. I, I the Disney hot dogs are are, are not not ter- not too terrible. Hard to mess okay. up a hot dog though. So, um, <laughs> so Con- continue. I'm at the top of Simba Isle, and uh, and I'm standing there and just like you know, wait, you know, we're about maybe 15 minutes before the show begins. They're they're loading up back a house, and uh, this this gentleman is with his wife and his kid uh, across from me, and I'm I'm kind of I kind of glance at him. I'm smiling. I glance at him and I'm like, he looks familiar. I'm like, huh, okay, and I'm like, I'm sort of looking around, just like playing around, and I look up, and I'm like, that's Rob Van Winkle, who <laughs> y- you might know as Vanilla Vanilla Ice. Ice, yeah. So Vanilla Ice was in standing room for uh, for Fantasmic, and I was like, 
that's not right. That's vanilla ice. And so I like this is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. The cool I, I walked up to him and I said, oh, uh, sir, if, if you and your wife and your child want to come with me, like not saying who he was, I said, I said uh, sir, if you want to come with me. And he's like, OK. And he followed me and we have like a VIP area. And mm-hmm. so I just I walked him over to it. I, I unhooked it. I'm like, here you go. You guys enjoy the show. And he, he sat down and said, thank you. And I just closed it and walked away. And I was like, I felt so awesome. That I got to help Vanilla Ice. The guy, and, uh, the guy turned to his wife and he goes, "Why does this keep happening?" And his wife <laughs> said, "I told you, you look like that rapper dude. Just go with it." <laughs> this was pre uh, Vi days when he he tried doing the corn thing and uh, mm. and then he did that and then he started doing like reality TV and then he yeah, was, was like a he was like a construction reality TV show guy yeah, for a while. Yeah, but anyway, a super nice guy. And I did my best not to make a big deal of it, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's Vanilla Ice. Like, I listened to a bunch of his music when I was young. So I was like, you know, I'm sure I can take care of him. I have that ability. And did, so, yeah. Did I ever tell you that when I went to that that Disneyland trip right before the pandemic started, uh, my one trip to Disneyland yeah. uh, for my friend's birthday, we went to that, I, I don't know the name of it, but the restaurant where they have uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean go through it, right? Yeah, the Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou, that's what it's called, yeah. We we ate dinner there, and while we were there, D. Snyder and his whole family came in, and like the entire place went nuts. They were like suddenly D. Snyder was like the biggest star on earth, which was cool. I mean, I'm a big you know I grew up in that era. I was a big Twisted Sister fan, but it was cool to see. I yeah, guess I yeah. guess celebrity run-ins are probably pretty common at the old Disney. I imagine so. I imagine yeah. so. It's it's uh you know we like out in Florida you don't get that as often. I mean like mm. he, he, so uh, Vanilla Ice lives in Florida for those of you uh you know watching right now. But uh but yeah we didn't get as many big celebrities and uh it was always so back when I was there if you saw a plaid shirt so the plaid shirts are like the guest relations people that are like the top of the guest relation people they usually do VIP tours. Um at that time if you saw a VIP tour that typically meant it was someone very rich or a celebrity. Um, most of the times, a lot of like basketball players and football players. So like, I didn't mm. recognize a whole bunch of them. But um, I, I mentioned before that I, Blair from the Facts of Life was there one time. She she rode my show. She was, was on Survivor. She did a season of Survivor. Really? I watched it over the summer. Yeah. Oh, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So like, anytime you would spot them, so every now and then it'd be like, oh, like you know, you'd hear like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell's in the park, and it's like, uh oh. Um, and so uh, yeah, but but for the most part, not as many big celebrities kind of come through. But California, they're there all the time. So yeah, I bet. Anyway, so that pretty much does it with my uh, my my trip down Fantasmic. Jeff, does that sound like a show you would want to check out? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to to see it someday in person. <laughs> well, I can't wait to take you. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll, I can show you where uh, I was. I was the uh, over enthusiastic college kid that I would uh, like if anytime they needed someone to like you know like entertain the crowd, they would just kind of send me out there. Like they gave me a bullhorn, and they were like, "Go have fun." And so we do. So we had ten thousand people sitting down with nothing to do. So we uh-huh. do waves, you know, we start up a wave yeah, yeah. and then have it going back and forth. But then you start doing like different versions of the wave. So you'd have people on either end and you have waves crash. So you would start like on the sides and they'd go to the middle and then go back out. So that was oh, that's cool. cool. That and then, uh, then we did a flash wave where everyone got their cameras out and then you would take a photo with flash on and you would see the flash move down. Like That was always really cool. That was, it was, that was harder to, to plan. But if you yeah. pull it off, it looked really, really cool. So a bunch That's of people awesome. have a photo of a mountain with nothing on it yeah, with and, and dark. But anyway, so that, that was a lot of fun. And I love doing that stuff. I love interacting with people. And so that was a blast. And I really enjoyed the show. So, all right, that does it for Fantasmic. But now, Jeff, we're moving on to our Q&A portion of the podcast. This is where uh, you guys in our chat or in our comments over at roosterteeth.com, leave comments, leave questions. And I also, I'll ask a question of you and then you guys an answer and we'll go through that in a little bit. But we have some questions here and some comments that I think you'll appreciate, Jeff. 
Okay. Jeff, this is from Carnag Carnagtastic. Love this podcast so much. Jack's enthusiasm for theme parks. Love it even if I haven't been to said parks. Sad I may never get to answer any of the questions asked in this podcast. At 34, the only place I've ever been to is Worlds of Fun in Kansas City, Missouri once. Keep up the amazing work, fellas. I think Worlds of Fun is where uh, Kevin from Defunct Land went. That was his, his oh. home park back in the day. Yeah, so. yeah. Corn Cob McGee. Uh, wrote this. So this was this is all from the the Ariel's uh, Undersea Adventure episode. So this is right before I did my marathon. Okay. Uh, Corn Cobb McGee says, best of luck on the race, Jack. Question for you. Any cool, unique views during non-peak areas of your jaunty 26.2 mile trek? Um, I think I talked a little bit about it, but the only um, the only sort of unique views I got was uh, I got to go behind the living with the land area at Epcot. So I got to see the uh, <clears throat> the big greenhouses and stuff from the back, which was kind of cool because I love I love living with the land. And then um, also I got to see the water treatment plants for Disney. I got to run past those, which those did not smell good. Jeff, D Disney sewage. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, though. But yeah, as far as like it's got to go somewhere. I mean, I, we also get to go backstage at Animal Kingdom as well. And so like there were big signs where it's like, you know, uh, you know, make like they, they had like the cow grates where they making sure animals don't get mm -hmm. out and stuff. But all, they had big signs like, you know, check to make sure, you know, you don't have any animals. And they had like they actually had like vehicle checks where when vehicles come in, they will look through the vehicle and make sure they're not stealing any animals, which is kind of wow. cool. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things I guess you don't think about, but it's like, oh, yeah, to someone could totally be grabbing. a. a you they know, a, do it iguana. because it happened. That's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Snugs asked, probably not going to watch this, but I need the thumbnail picture on a hoodie. <laughs> and so, or I, I don't know what that means, but anyway, the thumbnail picture on a hoodie, uh, that's all Gail Fox. Uh, she makes yeah. amazing, amazing thumbnails for us. And so we're talking right now about possibly doing some sort of calendar or something, but the featuring her idea. art because, yeah. uh, she has some amazing art. All the thumbnails are done by her, um, do a poster series or something, man. Cause it's so yeah. good. Even like trading cards or something, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, so the the pin set that's coming out on uh, this week on the fifteenth, the pins were all designed by her. So uh, the like the Jeff face and the Jack face, that's like her caricature of us. And then the logo, I think, was uh, Josh, uh, one of our original guys, did that. But anyway, check those out, and they come out. Hopefully, get a lot more pins very, very soon. Uh, Shippy Dog says, "Hey, Jack, I'm visiting Orlando for the first time this year. I'm coming all the way from Australia, and only have time for two of the Disney parks. Which two would you recommend?" P.S. Love the show. Look forward to a new episode every week. Um, so if you're going to two parks, man, it's hard. I mean, Magic Kingdom is that you have to do Magic Kingdom. So that's that's one for sure. And so the question is, like, for your second park, you've got between Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. Typically, I would say Epcot, but Epcot right now is under some major, major refurbishment. There's a lot of stuff that's not open and it's not ready yet. Um, depending on when you're going, I don't know what it is, but over the summer, they're opening up the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Um, mm. That's going to be pretty cool to go check out. But it's again, they're, it's under construction right now. Um, they're actually putting this giant Nova ship at the front of the entrance right now. It's huge. It looks so cool. Um, Guardians but, of the uh, Galaxy is becoming the new Stitch. It's everywhere. Well, we, we've talked about it before because Guardians is like the one yeah. Marvel property that Disney can actually use in Florida. Yeah. Um, watch the last episode if you want to hear more about that <laughs> or the, the Spider-Man episode. So uh, but I would say if you had to pick uh, one of the other three, I would probably say Hollywood Studios just because of the Star Wars area and the Toy Story Land and Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. Um, I personally love Hollywood Studios. That's my home park when I worked out there. So I would say if you're going to do two Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom's great if you but it's it, you know if if you like animals cool but I mean there's not a, as many big attractions there. 
Um, you know, they got Dinosaur, they've got Everest, they got Kilimanjaro Safaris, but um, a bunch of good shows. But it's cl- it closes earlier, so I didn't get as much time. So I, I would mm. say Hollywood Studios. I would say Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. That's my two. I recommend for you, Shippy Dog. Any, you any thoughts on that, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I would recommend the opposite of what Jack says because uh, <laughs> I do all things in con in contrast of Jack. So uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Love you, no Jeff. problem. So do the other two. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Right. And so now uh, this is the portion of the episode where I ask a question of the audience and then you guys you guys respond with answers. And then I randomly pick one person in uh, in the answers to uh, send a theme park map autographed by Jeff and myself. This question was from the aerial episode again. I said, what is the first piece of theme park merchandise or souvenirs you ever got? So, like, basically, what was your first theme park souvenir you ever received? Um, Gondor Girl says, one of my earliest memories was getting a stuffed animal from SeaWorld, uh, SeaWorld uh, Goga Lakes slash Six Flags, whichever iteration of the park it was at that point, here in Northeast Ohio. It was a stuffed mouse, and I named him Bat Mouse, alter ego Num Num. He wears a dishcloth as his cape and hangs upside down like a bat, especially from the bottom of bunk beds. (laughs) (laughs) I like Bat Mouse. That's awesome. Uh, Wolfie says, I can't remember the first piece of merchandise I got at a theme park, but I do remember one of the first pieces of merchandise I got at a Disney park. When I went to Disney World as a kid, my parents let me get one souvenir at each park we visited, and I got a light-up Mickey Sorcerer hat at Magic Kingdom. The lights still work even after all these years, but I'm sure the batteries had to be changed many times. That's pretty cute. King of the Mooners says, I think my first merch from a theme park was a plush Goofy and a kilt from Epcot that I allegedly cried for, depending on who you ask in my family. (laughs) If it's not that, then it would be a Mickey hat that looks like his face with ears and nose. Actually, I still have both from that trip back in the mid-90s. That's cute. Sim Disorder says, my first merch was a Body by Duff Simpson shirt when I became 18 and went to my own, <laughs> went to Universal Studios on my own uh, in Hollywood for the first time. My family never bought merch at theme parks, so I wanted to give myself a graduation present with a shirt and year pass back when Universal Studios Hollywood was doing the buy a day, get a year passes for California residents. Sadly, I don't have that shirt anymore as I lost a hundred pounds a few years later, so I gave it to a friend who still has it. I now have an annual pass shirt in my current size, but an annual pass tank top would be even better. Insert many Winks and nudges here. Congratulations, that's awesome, Sim Disorder. And I will, uh, I'll yell at our merchandise people about a uh, tank top. Also, in the meantime, uh, you can ma- you can get a annual pass tank top easily. All you need is a pair of scissors. It's just rip off the sleeves. Mm-hmm. And you'll be good to go. Whoop. Silver PHX one one three eight says the earliest I remember getting was an autograph book with its own Mickey pin. But I think my mom wins in the family for best souvenir after my dad proposed to her with an engagement ring in the Aww. shape of a Mickey head at Disneyland's Wishing Well. Aw, that's, that's super cute. Sweet. Yeah, I, w- I will say uh, quite a few people in the uh, in the comments said that they got a an autograph book. Lots of people mentioning autograph mm. books. So uh, that's very cool. Uh, Kibu's Underman says, I went to Walt Disney World with my family in 95 or 96. I was seven or eight. I remember the day we went to MGM Studios and my parents told my sister and me we could have one souvenir from the park before we left. Toy Story was the new hotness. And I was amazed to see they had actual full size Buzz Lightyear action figures. It was the only thing I could think about for the rest of the day. And I got to walk out that evening with my very own Buzz. I was on top of the world. That's awesome. I'm, that makes that me is happy. cool. I love hearing that stuff. And our winner, I randomly just picked from everyone who answered, is Taz5824, who says, The first piece of merch I remember was a Magic Kingdom shirt. This shirt brings me back to my childhood, throwing up in front of Mickey's filler magic and getting a shirt as a reward. So there you go. So, Jeff, have you ever thrown up in a theme park before? <laughs> I think I did with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's I true. think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I threw up last year at a theme park uh, next to you. Yeah. 
Uh, no, what, was that in a restroom or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I think up. I went to. The, I think I went to the bathroom and threw up. Okay, I was saying, you said throw up next to me. I'm like, I don't. I think I would remember you just you know hurtling on the ground or something. But you were in the other yeah. stall. <laughs> and now, uh, so I, this is the point where I ask you a question. And actually, we had a question in the comments that I thought was really good. It's from Vinrec, V I N N R E K. That I'm like, hey, let's just make this a question of the week. And then you and I answer it now. If you could get a free unlimited line skip pass for one ride at any theme park in the world, what park slash ride would it be? So, Jeff, if you could pick one ride, you could ride as many times as you want without having to wait. What would that be? What are the rules around this this pass? <laughs> um, can I can I let's say, let's say can you I have a plus one to other? I have a plus one. Yes. What, what's so, the you, most popular? You have to ride it, though. What's the most popular ride uh, right now? I would say. Uh, uh, like at Universal, it'd probably be like Hagrid's or, or okay, Velocicoaster. yeah, Hagrid's. There you go, Hagrid's. That's perfect. Uh, okay. I would sell, I would sell, skip the line with your buddy uh, experiences for twenty five dollars. You can ride the Hagrid ride with me uh, one time. You don't, you skip the line. You go right in immediately. Twenty five bucks, and you get to hang out with me, uh, and I'll narrate the whole ride. And then I'll just, I'll just park there for ten hours a day and retire in a week. No, I don't think Hagrid is like the, the one attraction in Florida you haven't ridden yet. Yeah, I was like the one thing we we got you we got you sick on the Incredible Hulk when you get a chance to go ride Hagrid's. So I'd rather not remember that Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <was rough>, <laughs> well, there's still I'm trying to think of like what haven't you done? You haven't done Rip Roar and Rocket yet. No, I haven't uh, done that, and I haven't you, done have, Hulk. you haven't done Hagrid's yet. Um, I've done Hulk. I haven't done Hagrid's. We have you didn't do uh, the Ripsaw Falls because I rode that with Ben and Millie. Yeah, yeah. The Bildrat barges. We haven't done that one. I haven't done that one. Mm. That's the big water one. So maybe the summer will ride that. And so, but then then all of Disney World, you haven't really touched any of that. I would say probably yeah. right now. I mean, Rise of the Resistance is it's always multi-hour lines to get in. Like that would be Charge pretty cool to ride over fifty dollars for that experience <laughs> to ride with Jack. Um, you'll honestly, you'll retire faster than I will. If I had to pick one right now, it'd probably be Velocicoaster, just because yeah. that that coaster is so good, and uh, it's always at least about a 45-minute wait, and if you could just walk on it, man, I would, I would absolutely do that. So, let us know in the comments below what you would ride, what you, what you would ride over at RoosterTeeth.com, like, what would be your one attraction that you would ride over and over again if you had an unlimited pass? So, let us know, and I'll randomly pick someone, we'll, we'll send you an autograph map, so there you go. So, that's pretty much going to do it today. Um... Yeah, Jeff, do you have anything to add to today's episode? Uh, anything to add? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was... I learned a lot today. I thought it was fascinating, uh, the oh, history What did you, you learn today, Jeff? What did I learn today? Uh, uh, well, what? I learned that uh, uh, Walt Disney... Uh, I don't know how much of it got cut uh, because of mic issues, but I learned that Walt Disney Jr. wanted to recreate Disney, but in a horror aesthetic to be edgier and then so he started with the first thing that was going to be a, a horror experience called phantasmagoria phantasm sorry and phantasmic and then uh and then uh and then they were like no 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 michael eisner stepped in and said no you you can't do that and then there was like a i, I don't know if you've seen season three of succession but there was like a whole like power struggle with the board of directors and michael eisner won but then they had already invested so much in phantasmagoria so they took it with the ball knife right so they repurposed that as Epcot Center. The big ball in the middle of Epcot Center was mm -hmm. actually designed to be the, the the main horror element of this multimedia experience. And then uh -huh. they wanted to, to make it more kid-friendly and family-it. So then they brought in uh, uh, Ozai 
who pretended to be Maleficent, and then uh, Mickey tried to airbend it, but he couldn't. So then Cora showed up. But Cora was uh, disguised mm. as uh, Stitch, I believe. Uh, and then uh, then they tried to kill a mermaid uh, by exploding <laughs> her uh, on a boat, and then uh, and then Disney and Cora win. And they use the power of air and fire and wind to destroy uh, Ozai uh, slash Maleficent. Uh, and then uh, and it takes 30 minutes and uh, 10,000 people uh, a show watch it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much spot on. I'm, I'm glad you right. were paying attention to that. Yeah, got it. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Annual Pass. It really does mean a lot to me, all the, all the amazing comments. And like it, it makes me so happy seeing so many people respond. And jumping into our Discord, make sure to check that out. Again, we'll have the, the link in the description below. We've got new merchandise, including this shirt is hitting on the 15th. So uh, later this week, make sure to, or I guess next week, uh, grab that. And we've got two new shirts. We got a black shirt for the first time. We got our pin set, our starter pin set. I want to see people uh, wearing those things out and about. And uh, yeah. And uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, annual underscore pass on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to email us, annual pass at roosterteeth.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a cool, uh, you know, a cool job or if you worked at Disney or if you happen to be friends with Ariel who wrote on the back of, uh, on the back of the Steamboat Willie, please let us know because we have Jeff. Jeff has some burning questions for you. No pun intended. <laughs> and if you uh, if you're particularly talented with Photoshop, I would love to see a uh, a giant Epcot Center ball with the knives from Phantasm sticking out of it. I think that'd be very funny. <laughs> there you go. So thank you very much, everyone. Uh, it's it's a blast being here. It really does mean a lot. Hopefully next week we'll be back in the office, and uh, you know if if Austin is not frozen, so yeah. uh, that'll be good. And so that'll do it. I love you guys. Please take care of yourself. Uh, I'll be in Florida at the end of the month, and maybe I'll do some kind of meetup or something. I'll let you guys know. Keep an eye on our social media stuff. And until then, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.